Whoa. Uh, some people say I got a lot of uh, street smarts and I learned it all from high school, man. I started out George Washington High School, Lily White, uh, highest rated, one of the highest rated high schools in uh, the United States uh, for education. And then all of a sudden they said, we're going to have force busing. We need to integrate the schools. And all of a sudden they sat there and they said, instead of George Washington High School, you're going to go east high down on Colfax. I said, all right, but I never even got a bus, man. I, they, I had to go get public bus and figure out two different transfers to get to high, high school every day. So anyway, I uh, showed up and definitely was a minority between the blacks and the Hispanics. Uh, whites were definitely a minority. And uh, they did not like us very much. It was a very racially intense period. But uh, my dad told me, he goes, you know what? You need, when you get over there, you need to find the biggest, baddest black dude you can find and hey, become his best friend. So I go, oh, okay. So I went to uh, uh, lunch and I saw all the linemen, all the football players were all together sitting at a table. And uh, so I went over there and sat down right in the middle of them, a little skinny ass white dude. And I sat down there and I said, hey man, what's happening? And everybody moved like two or three paces away from me. You know, I was like, I had the plague or something. And uh, so I sat there and I go, oh my God. I turned around and I saw the lunch lady. I don't know if you ever went to a lunch line, but they have the sack lunch people and they have the hot lunch people and the sack lunch people just get chips and all that kind of stuff. And they had this huge tray of Fritos and potato chips. And I grabbed the whole big rack of those chips. And I turned around and I set it down between all these football players and I said, does anybody uh, want some chips? And they just grabbed them and ran and I never saw them again. Thank God I never got busted either. But uh, I tried, I tried. Like my daddy told me, man, whatever he told me, I always tried. It didn't work too well. So then I ended up hiding out on the south end, south lawn where the token white boys were hanging out and stuff like that. Most of them were pot smokers, you know, and not me. I was kind of a three, two beer guy. You know, I've always been a beer guy from a young age and everything. So, uh, I, it was really funny because I sit there and I have, I, I decided that, uh, there are multiple times that I tried to create a situation because I was just so, had such a hard time of people loving me when I was in junior high and high school. Everybody ignored me. So I ended up trying to make a, a, a situation bigger. And I, I'd go over it. Uh, I worked at Safeway. So I'd, I'd get the guys to buy me a case of beer, 3-2 beer that was legal when you're 18, but not when you're in high school. And I'd hide it under the bushes. And I'd show up with my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and I'd pull out a case of beer and they uh, for everybody and they thought it was a King Farouk, man. King Farouk. Uh, yeah, it was kind of weird because after I couldn't eat in the cafeteria anymore because it's a little rough up there, they didn't like me, you know. I would try to go out for basketball and they, and they told me, they said, you know, if you like walking, 
you better not play this game. And I sit there and go, holy shit, they're going to break my legs. I got to get out of this fucking scene. So anyway, I was a wimpy white boy for a while. And then uh, one time I walked in to uh, the school. I walked in the side door on the south door, opened up the door, and there was this guy. See, they'd have a lot of kids come back from uh, being in Juvi, Juvi, Juvenile Hall, and they or they'd be in the state penitentiary, and they'd show up. And uh, so this guy was probably 19 years old, you know, and I was, you know, a young punk, and he was a big black guy, and I just didn't know what the fuck was going on, and. He came in and grabbed me and he sits there and he goes, you want to buy some LSD? And I said, no, I got to get to class. And I turned and I started walking down the hall and these uh, three other guys closed off the, my exit and I go, oh, this, this is where it happens. And I, and, and I turned and this guy hit me in the neck and down on the ground and they're kicking me and beating me and stuff. And I, somebody's grabbed my wallet and I jump up and I hit somebody in the side of the head. And all of a sudden, it created enough moment of disturbance that I was able to get up and run. And I ran up the second floor at East High. Uh, they had the dean's offices on the second floor. And so I ran in there, and I sat there, and I'm bleeding from the face and everything. And I sit there, and I go, I just got mugged on the South Hall. And his response was, what are you doing in the South Hall? I don't even go in the South Hall. Okay, so I finally figured out what I needed to do. I needed to take care of myself. Nobody else is going to take care of me. I went home. You can talk to my brother, Ted. He'll tell you uh, that this is a true story. That I sat there and I, I built this club in my father's uh, uh, shop downstairs that had, it was a, uh, uh, a hammer handle that had a strap on it and I taped... Uh, uh, rolls of pennies on it and created a club and I, and I kept it in my uh, I took my barracuda which is a blue jacket with the plaid, red plaid interiors I cut it open and I stuck this club in my coat and it had a strap on it a leather strap on it so it wouldn't come out of my hand and I went right back to the same place the guy was trying to sell me acid I walked in and he sits there and he goes, you want? I go, motherfucker, I've been waiting for your goddamn ass to fucking ask me. And I sat there and, and I took and I swung it and I knocked out like three little panes. If you go on the south side of East High, there's all these little, in this hallway, there's all these small panes. And I took out eight, or I don't know, probably three or four of them. And uh, broke these glasses and I dropped back in next to these lockers and started banging on the lockers. Come on, motherfuckers, I've been waiting for you. Come on, motherfuckers. And they just, all of them took off running and they go, crazy white boy, crazy white boy. And God damn it, after that, I was known as a crazy white boy. And I, I'd see, once in a while, I'd sit there and see some fucking uh, illegitimate fighting going on and I'd just fucking jump in and they'd just run away. They just saw the crazy white boy and didn't want to fuck with me, I guess. Say la vie, baby.